0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Welcome to the Coachable Podcast. Around here, we believe that life is the ultimate training ground for finding out what you are truly made of. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, high-performance coach and breathwork facilitator, and each week I share intimate conversations and inspirational stories from some of the world's most successful people. It's time to stop standing on the sidelines of your life and get your head and your heart back in the game. So take a seat, grab a pen, because you're going to want to take notes as I pull back the curtain on the tools, resources, and inspiration that you need to unlock your inner champion. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Coachable Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, and today I am joined by one of my very, very favorite people in the whole wide world. My roommate, one of my best friends, Jessica Haley. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this has like it's been a long time coming, and long time I mean like several months, not that long, I guess, in the big scheme of things. But you and I have been talking about about sitting down and actually recording one of our conversations. (laughs) And uh, here we are. I'm glad we're doing this finally. Um, I'm very excited for it. (laughs) <laughs> and for, for you guys out there who've been listening to this show or you've been following me online for a while, you know, that back in March, I started a cross country road trip. I left everything that I had built in Atlanta, got in the car and just headed west. And I ended up in Arizona for a little bit, actually staying with one of you, staying with one of my followers, like in Sedona randomly, which was a beautiful experience. And, um, that was like one of the first places that I went on the trip and, It was there that I was like really starting to open myself up to possibilities of wanting to create something new in my life. And I didn't have complete clarity about what that looked like, but I knew in order to create something I never had before, I had to do something I'd never done before. And so that just looked like me saying yes to opportunities, experiences, new people, new connections. And I really believe like the biggest way, the best way we can create change in our lives is getting out of our environment. And that's what I did. And so I was in Sedona staying with one of my followers, who is now a very dear friend of mine. And that was one of the first yeses that I said yes to something I would typically say no to. And I was like, I'm in, let's do it. And I had such a beautiful experience. And then that was coming to a close back at the very beginning of March. And I was opening myself up to what's gonna be next. And literally you guys in 24 hours, (laughs) just text me, one of my mentors text me and one of my best friends from home text me. And they all said, you should go to Vegas. And I think your text was like, hey, I'm watching you online or something. And it seems like we're in similar places in our life. If you ever want to come to Vegas, you can stay with me and my roommate. Our doors are wide open and we would love to have you. And
2: that was before you and I had ever met. Yeah.
1: It's just so crazy.
2: I, I mean, we had met a little bit over the phone through a mutual friend, but if I can just say I've watched so many beautiful years of your life since meeting you online. Mm -hmm. And I knew like who you were without necessarily knowing like who you were yet. So I trusted the situation, but there was also a part of me that knew if you put all of your stuff in storage, you got into your car and you started driving with no true destination on where you're going to end up. I've put my stuff in storage, I think three times, gone to different countries, started and just went and had no plan and I know what that means to have another human being like have your back on that journey where there's so many unknowns. At least you have unknown of somebody that, you know, oh, at least I have a place to stay here. At least I yeah. know somebody there. And so I know that feeling. And so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on one of those adventures. <laughs> I know those adventures. Yes. Those adventures are fun. And it's really awesome to also have really dope people show up in those adventures yeah and so I was like yeah yeah, yeah 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 we're we we should connect like this and then you were like no I'm coming to Vegas and I was like stop like yes. what are the odds of actually texting somebody and then it actually showing up like yeah yeah I don't know it was, it was okay, it. no it was just so <laughs> wild and I was like
1: we had been introduced years ago by a dear friend of ours mutual dear friend of ours and So when Jess reached out to me and I had all these synchronicities all at once, I was like, guess I'm going to Vegas. Like (laughs) that's where I'm headed. And I get here and I sleep on her couch for two days. (laughs) But that night, the first night that I drove in, we connected on such a deep spiritual soul level. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I felt like I saw myself in a whole new way and just connected like really, really, really quickly. And that was early March. And since then, I don't know about for you, but I think you would agree with me. Like our friendship has that I don't even know. It feels like we just it, lifetimes have known each other lifetimes. forever. Yeah, yeah.
2: Lifetimes for sure. There's like a deep resonance. And it's it's also, I think we've we've done a lot of this. We've gone on a very, I wouldn't say similar journey because the experiences have been different, but I would say a lot of the lessons that we've learned or come to or the the awarenesses that we have come to I think we've been on a similar path in that way. Or yeah. a lot of the people that have inspired me mentor wise, like Dr. Joe Dispenza and, you know, like the list goes on and on and on. We've, we've read the same books. We've listened to the same audios. We've gone to the same programs we've done. So I think that there's just like a, it's a fun conversation because we know similar languages have similar perspective, have had similar, you know, some life experiences that are similar to bring us to these places now to where we're like, Oh yeah. You know? And so I think that there's the deep resonance, but there's the life experience and then the personal development side. And then there's a level of hunger that I think we both experience in our life right now and deep curiosity of, Like how can we learn more? How can we grow more? How can we be more? How can we experience more? How can we create more? How can we impact more? How can we, and it's just like this constant feeling of, of like, oh my gosh, we're, you know, on this next ride and on this next ride. And I don't know, I think that when you meet people that are on that same path, that mirror is so solid. Like the mirror is so good. Like how many people can you honestly say in your life that you, you would say, what do you see that I don't see that I need to see? Mm -hmm. And that to me, there's something so huge about those that I I don't ask very many people. There's like probably a handful of people that I would ask that question to because I don't trust their perspective. Sure. And it's not that I don't trust them. It's just, we see things differently and I, and I need that open-minded, like no cap on life perspective. If I'm going to ask you for advice on something. Right. And I think you, you really do mirror those things back to me in a way that it feels like best friends so quick. Yeah, it's insane.
1: Well, and that's why I think I said I saw myself in a new way because yeah. like you could see parts of me that a lot of people can't see, and I have had so many profoundly beautiful, moving moments that have included you over the last couple months. I've had my heart like burst open in ways that I haven't experienced before. I deeply have had a longing for years now, since I've been walking this path, since I committed my life to personal growth and spiritual development and understanding the laws of the universe and how we can, I can help like remove as much suffering in the world as possible and help people create the lives that they want. I have wanted community. I've wanted deep, fulfilling, nourishing relationships. And I've found so many of those online like from you guys people that I connect with through social media it's been such a beautiful blessing to watch this community and this audience like evolve as I have evolved as a human being but one thing I was like really searching for was was Community where I could grab hold of you and I could hug you and I could call you when I'm homeless and I need a place to live. (laughs) Like I needed those kind of friends. I think what's just so beautiful is I felt like I had this intention that I put out into the world and I was met. You know, I, I kind of released that and I surrendered how it was all going to unfold and what it was going to look like, because I knew I needed to practice letting go of the need to control the need to control the outcome or how the thing I wanted was going to come to be and, and just surrender and live in a state of surrender. And then moment after moment, I've been here and I watch you live in that same frequency of just saying like, I'm just going to be, I know I'm guided and led and, I'm just looking for the next wink from the universe that says, Let, yep, go there. Say yes to this. As soon as I got here, I felt that from you. Because I'm going to tell the story of like one of the first nights. I think it was the night we went to the Said the Sky concert, yeah, which was yeah, my yeah. first EDM yeah. concert ever. <laughs> um, I was initiated that night. It was... Ugh, So much happened prior to that night and going out and everything that happened. And we probably will get into that story at some point. We were like in the gym. Then we had to go shopping for something because we were like going out that night. So we were like shopping and then you were meeting girls in the, in the like, dressing room and you were talking to them and you were talking about oh I'm from Hawaii oh I'm from Hawaii too and then you know now you're like exchanging numbers with this random stranger which is like who you are and what you do and then that night we had plans and somehow you're like well I stopped at this at this like um what was it like garage sale or something
2: oh I'm literally coming home. This is it. yeah. This is definitely a good story. <laughs> this is like oh, who is Jess? This is Jess in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, you know, I'm pulling into our complex and I'm like, I'm putting in the little digital, you know, code or whatever to pull into the gate, and then I pull into the gate and I see, you know, those big signs. It's like estate sale. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, I again, I just moved here from Hawaii, so I don't have a lot of stuff yet. I'm just yeah. kind of, and honestly, just I, I just like followed this whatever path and intuitively and so when I pulled in it was like you should go to that you know internally just like pull <laughs> yeah and I don't know if you were waiting for me or if there yeah, was like I, there was something. a time crunch of something but I know that I had to walk in with intention because I wasn't supposed to stop and do this <laughs> like I, I just remember my schedule wasn't really built for this but I still said yes so I go and I park and I, I remember walking in and I mean i I like looked around I was like, yeah definitely not gonna find anything here this is just like it's definitely older it I mean I'm finding like trinkets of like all like five thousand mugs that it looked like they have like seven you know layers of dust on them like I was just like this is I'm probably not gonna find anything here. But there was something that told me to go upstairs and I, and I freaking did it. So I went upstairs and I'm like, you know, this is a super old carpeted house. Like, I mean, I get into this bedroom and I'm like, OK, Jess, well, you should probably just leave now. Like, there's no reason for you to be here. I go to turn and I look at the bookshelf. Psycho cybernetics was the first thing that I saw. And I was like, oh, here we go. This is why I'm here. So I, this is a book that a friend of mine has been telling me to read, Chris, shout out to Chris, Chris, you have been telling me to read this since I met you. And he has gone and read every book that I've ever told him to read like 5,000 times over and over and over again and and reported back. And I'm like, I, this is the book. And how cool is it to have a book that has the story behind? Like, so it's, it's, it's meaningful. Like I (laughs) randomly pulled off or walked up some stairs and then I have this book. So now I'm like excited to read a physical copy of this book. Right. So then I'm like, Oh, but you should look at the rest of the bookshelf because who knows like what could be there. When I tell you guys, I spent the next two freaking hours on the floor of this bedroom. Then I have a full-blown conversation with this man who just so happens to own the house and be a professor of and there was like psychotherapy, quantum physics, like all like religion, all the like, <laughs> yeah. like the most ridiculous that you're, I'm like, oh, so you that's why I'm here. And so we sat, he sat on the floor in the middle of this, like estate sale, people are coming in and out, in and out. I, he has now gone and gotten me a box from the garage because <laughs> I have that many books that stacked up. And, you know, he said that there it's $2 per book or whatever. I'm like, cool. So I take this box and I am not joking. I'm, and I ask him, I'm like, what do you think about this book? Tell me, tell me that. And I told him all the things that I love to learn about and to experience and to, you know, understand more. And, and, um, that he, he understood what I was looking for. And then he was like, oh, this one, you got to read this one. Ooh, this one, you got to read this one. And I, and I, at the end of it, I pulled all of these books and when, you guys like I'm talking about like everything from Wayne Dyer to Abraham Hicks. I mean, he had stuff on religion and Buddhism and philosophy and, all, philosophy and yeah. like things that you're just like, how in the world, going back to the fact that in that same time of me getting all of those books, I walk into the other room just to make sure that the bookshelf was good. And I end up having a, a talk with this couple, this couple, the dude was from my backgrounds, network marketing and his background and built a big business in network marketing. And it, he was like, those are some ridiculous books right there. How did you get all, you know, lucked out with all these? And I was like, I, oh, so you have a resonance to all of this stuff too. Got it. What's your industry? So we have a conversation. It's Wise from Hawaii. It's been really, really fun being along the ride for Tori because she lets me play and be myself <laughs> like all of the way. And I sometimes can be a small child. And I think that it's really funny because I can't really call my friends and be like, "Yo, I just got caught up at an estate sale for two additional hours because of all of these synchronicities that just happened." I know you can't believe. I know most people won't believe that. Most people can't receive that. So I can be like, "Okay, so you just have to trust me." Like the the universe just served me up like one after two after three after four. So and and she'll be like, "Got it, yeah, cool." Because that is that is what the universe does
1: (laughs) when you live in the present moment. True. When I'm fully immersed, I'm fully present. Like I'm not in my head, then there's a natural unfolding. And that was the thing that like, like hit me so square in the face when I met you was like, you live in that state all the time. Like not all the time, but a majority, like a lot of the time, you're just like saying yes to the next right thing that's presented to you. And I know one of the things you and I really, really connect on and that we want to talk about on this show is like, how do we decide what we focus on? you were like oh i'm available to say yes to this estate sale thing or i'm for me i'm going to say yes to doing something that's super out of my comfort zone and go somewhere i don't know anybody but i know that my growth or my expansion is there like why for us you and i are pretty willing to like do whatever it takes in order to like grow and expand and evolve continuously put ourselves in those situations we ask for things we believe in ourselves, like we have those things in common, why do you think like some of us, like you and I, for example, have that mentality and are able to focus on the thoughts that we want to give power to and we want to create. And then some of us, we don't feel like we're empowered to create something new. Like we don't believe maybe that we can trust that something new is coming and maybe we're showing up to life and we don't necessarily believe in ourselves or we feel like life is happening to us and not for us. Like, do you see a common thread
2: between like why we are able to just see life the way we do? The first thing that comes to my mind is the emotional state. So our emotional state, 100% across the board, it dictates our perception of our reality. So if we're in a high vibrational state, you're going to see possibility. If you're in kind of a middle vibe, we talk about this a lot with green zone. It's a little bit more reactive. Something that happens, you're in a good mood, something bad happens. You're not so, you know, and then- you get into these lower vibes and and you don't even have access to logic. You don't have access to possibility at all. When you're in that space, I think it comes back to where is your practice way of being? Where's your practice state? Because if you're practicing being in this state, you're always going to be, you're going to have access to more. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're, practicing down here, it's very challenging to seem clearer. So I don't think it's necessarily like this group of people or this group of people and what we believe in, because dude, I mean, I, the other day I had like a moment, like mm. a very dark moment where I was like, I am on a hormonal ride to this time of the month. And I'm like, I could just cry on command. And I, you know, and in that moment, I don't see possibility mm-hmm. and I am manifesting. And you know, <laughs> when it rains, it pours. Somebody that created that. And you know, the visual that I have in my head, you guys is something that I, I talk about a lot. And it's a chart that I created. That The top of the chart is green. Then it goes yellow. Then it goes red. And it's high vibe emotion, middle vibe emotions and then low vibe emotions. And so when I'm visualizing in my head right now, when somebody can get into that green zone state majority of the time, not, and it's not even majority because this is the duality of life, right? This is where it's like, all of that duality is so serving in all of its ways. So, but what I realized the other day is I hadn't been dropped into that lower, lower space in a while. Mm -hmm. And again, this is a practice. Like when I say practiced way of being, you have to actually practice it. You guys, like this is a daily, like The amount, like if I woke up every single day and I didn't like play personal development, I didn't go work out. I didn't prime my mind. You don't just go into the gym and then just start lifting heavy. You warm up and Mm -hmm. we need to prime our minds every single day. We're like wired to not be positive, you guys. And then you go, God forbid you turn on the news. God forbid you turn on the radio. Like don't do that to yourself. Like pour in the clean water. But I mean, if you don't prime your mind, we're literally wired to not be in those high vibrational states and then our society around us also we're we're in this like unconscious rat race of the matrix of whatever we have to do to like get through the next thing and day and bill and whatever like nothing is structured to serve us Mm -hmm. so if you don't set that structure for yourself if you don't prioritize literally priming your mind waking up and listening to the right things state changing music I mean we do it all the time I'm like we got to play some music right now I can feel my energy shift or drop or Go lower, and I'm like, how do I get back yep. to green? How can I make this moment even more fun? How can I focus in on what I want even more? I mean, like you guys visualizing, having Pinterest boards that you look at once a day, where you actually get to. If we're moving off of reference points, if our cre- if our brain is literally manifesting, creating off of nothing but reference points, then why not give it reference points of what you want to pull? So if right. our if we're walking out into the world and our brain is scanning because it's scanning for like God knows how much it's scanning for at one time, there's no way our brain can interpret all this and, and break down all of this information that it's getting all of the time when we're moving through the world you can't so if you don't have intention for your life then it's not scanning for those things that that you need to see very similar to like buying going jeep shopping and then you see jeeps everywhere the jeeps are always there you just didn't see them so when you actually have intention that you set for your day by priming your mind and knowing what you're creating and know what you, what you're manifesting and and then making it an intention to be a green zone, high vibe. And then also having an intention of what, what are you manifesting? What are you, th- mm-hmm. what are the thoughts you're turning to things? What are the things you're focusing on? Cause that's what the universe is or not the universe is going to serve you up, but you're not going to see it unless you have an intention around it. And your brain is scanning for that because of all of the information that it's getting, you got to know to look for the G mm-hmm. and then it'll give you the G.
1: Yeah. I think that's why I love friendships like this, because you and I, we can speak, speak this language. We understand those reference points and you're, you're that mirror. So it's like, for me, when I'm down or I'm low or I'm hormonal or I'm focused and zoomed in, I have, I have you as a friend to be able to say, Hey, what are you focusing on right now? Hey, like, Be able to give me that broader perspective, help me to zoom out and have the possibilities because it's like when we're so focused on the thing that's causing us pain or the thing that's not working or the thing that's like tripping us up or our obstacle adversity challenge, whatever, most of us, I think what we end up doing is we give all of our energy and our focus to that because we want it to stop. We want it to change. We want it to be different. But instead of focusing on what we want to create and how we do want to feel, we focus on this thing that is causing us pain. And I think there's like nothing more important than having people in your life that can tell you like, hey, like help you to zoom out when you're really, really focused. Because also like I would say being zoomed in for me, being so ultra focused on this story that I'm telling myself or this thing that happened and how it made me feel and what I want like to happen as a result of it. I am in the red. I'm like in that yellow or the red emotional state. I'm anxious. I'm stressed out. I'm fearful. I may be ashamed, like whatever it is. So I can't, I'm only going to create more of that thing that I'm trying to get rid of. And that's what I think it's so important, whether it's you're priming your mind in the morning and listening to things like this show. And there's so many amazing shows out there. If you don't have people around you, surrounding you, that can help you zoom out, like at least get someone in your ear, in your headphones, helping you to do that.
2: That's all I, I didn't really have people like around that much either. That's been an intention of mine to create so much, um, community and good mirrors around me. I want to go back to the, um, the focus that you said in the very beginning, because you were like, let's talk about focus. And I think the it's whatever you're focusing on is obviously expanding, but when you're, you're also focusing on something, you're giving it a meaning and that zoom in. And then the meaning that we're giving it is also what's dictating the emotion that's going to come next. And then that emotion is going to continue to perpetuate if you don't, observe it and aware of it. And then, you know, so, and that's, that's whether that's green zone emotion or that's red zone emotion, you are going to perpetuate more of that emotion because it's going to draw in more people, situations, and circumstances that are going to give you that. It also is something that like, like red is such a beautiful place because you, you create such clarity there. Mm-hmm. Like, like rock bottom yeah, for a lot of us. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I used to be so of like, and I still am to a certain extent. I would say, before you met me, I was like, I was probably the most avoidant. Yeah, I mean, I'm a seven. I am like. I hate being anything but happy. Like you guys, <laughs> I mean, like this like this, are- like like I am just not available for anything but happy. And and I don't know. I, it just it's the way. How can I make this situation even more fun? How can I make this drink even more fun? How can I go make these popsicles even more? Like everything is how going to make this more fun? You think that that's a really great thing, but you all, it's a dangerous thing too. So, but I would say that the the thing that I have learned over the last few years the most. It took me moving out of, I was in major cities for about a decade between LA and Miami. And when I moved to Hawaii, I did a really beautiful inward journey that supported me being able to feel things that I didn't want to feel still learning and not run. Not like, oh, how can I distract the shit out of myself right now and make myself feel better because I'm not available to feel this way. And when I started to get used to that feeling, I was able to learn from all of these different situations. And I wanted to bring it back to focus and that being something that is really dictating whatever we're focusing on, obviously, is you know, going to expand, but it's the meaning that we give that Yeah, because we could be, I could literally focus on this, this breakup in a way that is not enjoyable. This is a breakup example. So if I'm going through a bad breakup, this is a, this is one that I see happen a lot to people or even just like coming out of something that's very charged, like anything that's a a bad job, a bad, you know, something that's very charged where you felt a lot. So when you're coming out of that, it's very easy to focus on the contrast of that Mm -hmm. on the, like all the things that didn't go right. All the things you wish you didn't, you didn't have to experience versus that just gave you so much clarity to then go create with, how did you know that you didn't want that Mm -hmm. at a job? how did you know that you didn't want until you had it? And then you're like, Oh, I don't want that. Okay, cool. So now let's go create this. But what we do is we like beat the drum of every last thing that we don't like. And instead of saying, okay, well now that I know what I don't like, so let me go create over here. For instance, I mean, I had a list in my phone. Still do called my man. And it's like all the, the things that I loved about you know, every human that I had ever come in contact with that had like an attribute that I enjoyed. And then every time I went on a date with somebody and I didn't enjoy it in some way, I'd be like, "Oh, let me flip that around and then throw that onto the list. And now I'm even more clear
1: because what they didn't have gave
2: you clarity about yes. what you
1: did want. Yes.
2: And like, how do you, but how would I know that? And, and, but a lot of times we'll go on a date and be like, oh, well, you didn't have this, this, or this okay, cool. So don't go on a date with him. It's not a hell. Yes. Now you've gone and had this reference point, this experience. Now you can learn from that. And it still allowed you to grow. Every experience is something to learn and grow from whether it is, it's nothing's good or bad. It's just is. And so it's, it's what we make it mean. And that's why it's like the perspective of what you can do when you just look at something that may not be that enjoyable. I mean, the other day we had this conversation and it was just like, like so zoomed in, but then the second you gave it the broader perspective of the clarity that that gave you to then go create with, to then know what's next. And then now take your focus and shift it from the contrast to that clarity. Cause that's, what's going to give you the clay of life to go create with. I think that it comes back from like, again, focus, but then it's the emotion. We want to practice this beautiful way of being, but we can't make everything mean and put, we can't put things in so many boxes to make them mean things so much because then we lose perspective and then we're not able to like flow through life in a way that, that isn't attached. So we're always putting boxes on things. What came to mind for me is like being attached to
1: the story. Like that when we get attached to the story of the meaning that we created And we think this is right. Like this is the way to see what happened or what's unfolding or how to, I'm supposed to feel about that. And then when we detach from the story and realize, oh, if this thing that I'm telling myself isn't making me feel good, I actually can decide, (laughs) I can actually decide to create and think and believe something different about why this is happening. And that's such a powerful place to be in, you know, where you're not a victim or a slave to the story that either you told or got told for you and you adopted, you know, from somebody else, the through line for us and what we're wanting to do going forward. And what I'm super excited to like, like share, share with you guys as it continues to evolve with, with Jess and I is this idea that you can take a thought And we have 80, 90,000 thoughts a day, right? And you can choose to focus on it and you can turn it into a thing. You can turn it into a relationship. You can turn it into a product. You can turn it into the dream that you have. And I watch this process happen in her life and, and, and in mine, just now that we live together, like not just for the big things. It's like, how do I want to feel today? What do I want to create today? What do I want to experience in this moment? How do I want this bite to taste the macro and the micro of just like, what do I want to create? And how, what am I creating? Looking at the results in our lives and be like, oh, is this aligning? Like this, What I'm experiencing now is a reflection of choices and focus and all of that that I had before and just really living from this empowered place of what we want to create, but it requires that clarity. It requires knowing what we want because that's what gives you direction. And a lot of people I know that come to me, I have struggled with this myself. A lot of people in the audience are just like, what do we do when we're lacking clarity? You're like, I feel like I've got some puzzle pieces to this and I'm trying to fit them together. And maybe, and I've even heard you say this, when you're going through it, it's like, I'm putting the outline of the box together of the puzzle together, but I don't see how all the pieces fit. And in those moments, we can feel like lost. If we know what we want, that gives us direction mm-hmm. and we all need goals and direction. Cause if not, we're like what you, what you call a kite with no string. String. Yeah. But then when we're lacking direction and clarity, we've got some pieces of maybe the puzzle together, but we're like, I'm not sure like how to move in this season when things are still a little hazy. Like, what does that look like in your life? And how do you navigate it for people that might be going through the same thing?
2: So, and I'm, I'm going through a lot of that right now. Like Tony Robbins talks a lot about how we need a mix of knowns and unknowns. And if we have too many knowns in our life, it's boring and it's not enjoyable. If we have, too many unknowns, it's scary and we don't have a sense of safety. And so we need both. We need a balance of both to give us this fulfilling life because we want to see an experience new, but we also need that safety. So I have definitely tipped the scale on unknowns in my life right now. And I think there's a lot that I've had to, to work through and practice. And, you know, that's where the tools that we've collected over the years start to come into play. And you're like, you got to you got to actually live this stuff. Cause you guys, everything that I'm talking about right now, it's all in seasons. And there are times where we are good at this stuff mm-hmm. and there are times we are human AF, yeah. like, let's be real. Like yeah. we are, there is nothing special. I think there's just a level of intention and practiced hours and hunger for understanding and learning and growing more, but there's, we're all fucking human out here. Let's be real. So I would say that when I'm in these spaces of like massive unknowns, like like it's almost laughable at times when I'm like, like, I mean, I got on a plane and I just like moved from Hawaii six months ago. I had no real knowing of anything, landed with my best girlfriend out here, had no clue, like no idea what the plan was, ended up getting recruited by a tech startup in a, a space that's complete left turn, literally stopped the programs that I was running. You were coaching. Yeah, I was coaching and I stopped every last thing I was doing and I literally took a left turn and ran into the space of cryptocurrency and web3 and NFTs. Yeah. And like when I tell you it was like the mo- biggest left turn ever and and then you know I'm learning a whole new space, whole new industry, all new people. I'm applying my skill set but in a different way. I honestly I was just so curious to I I wanted to dive into a brand new thing. Like I was, I was kind of like looking for the thing to like, get me excited again, because I was, you know, doing the same thing for a decade. And and it's not that I didn't love what I was doing. It's just, we need some more unknowns and boy, was it an unknown, but either way, I'm like in that spot now that's still so many unknowns because I I'm jumping back into the the space that I was in before. And I'm still playing in this, you know, fun web three space. And I'm doing but I would say, and I, you know, that my living situation, like all of these different things, like uh, dating, like, like you guys, like every last uh, there. health, wealth, love, and happiness, my friends, all the areas of life, I will say the, the, the gym is my, my controllable steady,
1: steady. Eddie. If
2: I don't go to the gym, it's not, my, I have nothing to control, <laughs> nothing to control. Cause it's like that yeah. much unknown right now. Well, yeah. I will say that that space is either the scariest fucking thing to look at or the absolutely it's it's the most blank slate yeah. it's a fresh start it's a creation space it's the space that you go take all the clay from all the contrast and you now go and build whatever this beautiful sculpture is going to be, you paint whatever this picture is going to be. And so what that process looks like for me is an essence. I'm not a, a specific manifester unless I'm certain about something. If it's not a hundred percent, hell yes, certain as like a specific in my head, then it has to be an essence. It has to be general. It has to just be more of a feeling and an essence. So the things that I kind of do, the games that I play with myself and I, and I'm not joking you guys, when I tell you that this shit works, like don't take my word for it. Just freaking try it. Like it works. I have done this so many times for so many different things that I, you know, and maybe another day we'll talk about yeah. like thoughts to things and the things that I have like specifically manifested from this, this space of playing this game with myself and the, and the game is intention plus elevated emotion. So intention. Um, and this was something that I had gotten from a Dr. Joe Dispenza event, but kind of added my own little Jess Haley twist to it. So he really talks about, um, you know, really needing to experience this in your now moment. So it's not this like future thing, but really experience it as it's happening now, you know, every law of attraction teacher teaches this, but when I'm, when he really drove home the intention and then the elevated emotion, and then I attached these fun little things to myself. So okay. I will go into the notes section of my phone. This is literally the process. And I, and I do this, like you guys, I have been adding to this list for like the last few weeks and it's just like dope to see things start to unfold. So I go in and I put all the attributes of what I want. And I want to, I like, what do I want to wake up and experience every day? How do I want to feel every single day? What's the, what do I want to feel like I'm moving towards? What do I want to wake up and be excited to create and do? Who do I want to be surrounded by? What do I want my day-to-day look like when I'm going to bed? How do I want to feel after I've just lived this day? Mm. Like I want to go through and like walk through the different pieces of what this could look like. Internal cause, external effect, internal cause, external effect, internal cause, external effect. Mm. So when you're going in and you're, you're, you're creating this beautiful picture in your mind, I then go to Pinterest I find things to support it. I know. And I told you about this the other day. I know that my living situation is like, I like to live in a very beautiful way. Okay. She's bougie. <laughs> I I realized oh, about a decade ago that I could create a living environment. That's just like off the charts that supports me being in the green zone. And my environment is just something that I really do hold a standard to. And so I think in my last three places that I've lived in Hawaii and Miami and LA, all of these places were such curated spaces because I intentionally manifested exactly what that was going to look like. And I knew exactly how it was. And it just all unfolded in the most beautiful way. Vegas was like a a wing it. Like let's land with my best friend and just rock and roll. I think all of us, like we should create like a dope ass creator house where, you know, it's extravagant. I'm ready for an upgrade soon, Mm -hmm. you know? And so- I'm here for an upgrade. And this upgrade I was going through it with Tori the other night. I was like, "You know, this is I want this in the backyard. I want this in the because I you know I, I want I, I want an oasis. like I want to walk out into a sanctuary and I want to experience like cold plunge asana red light therapy. I want, I want all the things and I want like pool views, (laughs) some type of something I can lay and look at the stars and the moon and all the things. And, and I also want, I want more space. These are things that I know that I'm about to go create That's specific. I also have things that are not specific Mm -hmm. in any, I have absolutely no idea. All I know is I'm going like the feeling and the essence is huge impact, small amounts of time to create that impact. I can feel and experience something so deep inside of me that it's like I'm surrounded by such a squad of humans and we are creating something on a large scale with really where it doesn't feel individual. It just feels collaborative in a lot of ways. I feel like there's something that is attached to it with NFTs and I don't understand what that looks like yet, but there is something intuitively telling me NFTs are associated with what we're doing in the coaching space. I think that there's something so big with that. There's All of these little things that I I do feel and experience and I know, but I have no clue all the details of how it's going to unfold. And that's not for me to know, but the Pinterest to wrap up that thought, go find all the supporting things, go throw it into an album and then live in that album and see what happens to expand your mind. The third piece of that puzzle is attaching a song that's going to elevate your emotion to it. So it's all the attributes. What does it feel like to experience it? Boom. You've got the visuals and then you've got the song attached. And that intention plus elevated emotion puts you into a space of where you're actually, your brain is like a Pinterest algorithm. If you start to give it things, it will start to feed you more. But when do we sit down and intentionally actually ask for more? Yeah we just kind of go through the rat race.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it can,
2: I love that you like talked about how
1: you have manifested very specific things. Like there's an essence and an intention, but some of those like specifics aren't as clear. And I was just thinking about all of the things that you and I both, I, like, I've watched you manifest over the last couple months and vice versa, like just even f- meeting you in general. And then three days after I land here, obviously we hit it off. We're like, there's so many cool things that we could create together if I actually like stayed around for a little while. (laughs) So then I manifested a friend of like one of her friends who just happened to have a five bedroom house and had no one else living there and was like, yeah, you can come live with me, lived with him for like two months. And then manifested like this beautiful home on the beach on a huge discount in San Diego. Like I got like this insane place for 60% off. I don't know how I manifested that and then I came back and I wanted to have my own place. I asked a friend and the next day, one of her neighbors was like, Hey, we're going out of town. Would you like to rent our house? It has a pool and like all of these things. So I went there and just even up until this week where I was sort of kind of up in the air with my living situation again. And Jess's roommate just happens to be out of town for a month and (laughs) it has a room and it's just (laughs) You know, sometimes like I'm, I'm utilizing this creative force and power within me, even on the go, like on the, like, I don't, I wasn't specifically trying to manifest a room in your house because I didn't know it was going to have housing issues. So it wasn't even in the, in my periphery, in my like something, oh, I should specifically be trying to manifest this, but like on the go, as life is unfolding and you're being presented with opportunities and, and challenges and things, it's like oh, what would I love right now? It's like this ability to tap in to that desire and to feel what it's going to feel like, and then release the need to know how. And like, I've watched you do that with your career, with your, like so many different opportunities (laughs) that you've had come your way. Like, it's just like this fun way to live. (laughs) You're constantly, we talk about life as a game. And where it was just like, I'm getting up and I'm going to play the game today. And if I can play it better than I did yesterday, it's going to be even more fun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do what you can from where you are with what you have. You guys, I had this picture. (laughs) I can't believe I'm admitting to this right now. I had this picture in my room, um, in my Hawaii house. And it was a frame that I had gotten from like TJ Maxx or something. And I was going to put like, it was two big frames, actually gold frames. They were over my bed. I was going to put these pictures in them. And I was like, procrastination. So I, I literally left them with stock photos for like three months. Oh, my. <laughs> And I was like, I, because you know, when you like go, I was like going on trying to find like the perfect pictures and then, and then I was like, Oh, but I'm going to change my bedspread. So like, I don't want to do it now. Oh, but the chillers are going to change. And so I just kept putting it up, putting it up. And then you just start like muting it out. Well, one day I was staring at the pictures and I was like, Jess, if you're going to not do this, like immediately, you need to make these stock images meaningful to you and so i literally looked up at the stock images and i was like how can i make this stock image meaningful and this is the random shit that goes through my brain
1: you connected it stop stop
2: stop <laughs> justification this is what justification looks like um okay so no 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 you gotta hear this so this is the dopest turn of events there's a silver lining <laughs> <laughs> okay. So no, for real, for real, there is an image and I swear to God, I left it in there for the next, the next like six months of living there. I, I, before I left, I almost brought the stock image out stuck, of the connector because to- I was stuck. So this is the visual picture. And let me see if I can paint this for you guys, because I don't have a picture to show you right the second, but one day I will show you because I have a picture of my phone. So there is, there is basically a park. If you can just picture, <laughs> it was like the sidewalk that was going down And it had benches, a line, benches, like a whole line of benches and this little walkway and then trees. And it was, you know, as you're looking at the picture, it's going off into the distance where things are getting blurrier and smaller, right? So the things that are up close, they're clear. And then it gets blurrier and the benches get blurrier. And I was staring at this one night and, you know, just randomly, you know, making meaning of the stock image. And the bench was like, wow, holy cow, this this is life, like to a T. You can't see past the third bench clearly. The fourth bench is still pretty clear, but you can't see all the way. You can't see that last bench. Like you can't see it. And when we go to start something new or start a new chapter in our life, or we go on, embark on something new, we always want to know what that last bench looks like. Yet we're not going and intentionally creating that picture for ourselves. We're just like Demanding that we know what that looks like. And that's not fair. Like, how you can't know that you can know an essence of that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you may know the specifics of what may be sitting on that bench back there, but like for the most part, you're never going to know all the way. Right. But guess what? You go from one bench to the next bench to the next bench to the next bench. If you go to the first three, the next three will be clear. Yeah, You go to the next three, the next three will be clear all the way into the distance. And then what do you know? You're there and you're like, holy shit, I went from here to here. And I don't know how I got there, except I did, took the next three steps. We all know next three steps in our life. Like if we have some level of intention, some level of a picture that we need to paint and maybe need to go paint the picture, then know what the next step is. Even though I have so many unknowns in my life right now, there's There's, if I reverse engineer that beautiful essence that I have, I know there are action steps that I can take. And when I start to take those steps, the next steps become clear. And then if I keep taking those steps from an inspired, green zone, open minded, open hearted space, do I need to repeat that? From an open minded, open hearted space. There's a level of faith that you have to have. There's a level of trust in yourself that you have to have. You will fall on your face. You will be fine and you will get up and you will learn something about yourself. This is not going to be an easy road, like 24 seven. It's just, that's, you are in the human experience. My friends learn to fall and laugh and get back up and fall and laugh and get back up and be playful. And when you're in that playful space, guess what? You have access to possibility. You have access to so much that you don't have access to when you're in this fear, doubt worry. What do I need to know? How do I need to know it? I need to know all the details of the next steps. I need to see the last bench. I need to you guys let it, let it go. Surrender. Yeah. Like you got to You got to go back to surrender, but the benches, man, like that stuck with me in my brain forever. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like
1: you and I are sort of living that right now. And just in terms of we've known, we wanted to do something together. Yeah. Like we felt called to do something together, True. but we True. didn't know what, and we're like, okay, we can try and know what the end thing is going to be, or we could take the next, go to the next bench, which is like sit down and record and yeah. like start having these intentional conversations, right? Like just do the next right thing. Say yes to the next thing that's presented to you, the next synchronicity, the next, you know, like if you're open and available and you're looking for signs that you're being guided, that you are supported, that you're not out here alone on this planet, that's just whirling through space. Like we're actually supported and we and are connected to a force that is so much bigger than what we live in every single day and what we believe that we have access to. Like there is a well that is a never ending source of life. Like if you have breath in your lungs, if you're watching this right now, like you have numa, which is spirit life that was breathed into you. And you then have access to all of the like power that that comes from. Like the, the source and the force that created you is in you. And that is the creative power that you can use to create a life that is so full of love and abundance and creativity and freedom. Like, that is your birthright because you are still alive. Like it is your birthright to have, like you deserve what you desire. And part of it, like, I think some of you guys need to realize like you actually deserve what you desire. Like, cause there's some of you that have like cut yourself off from even dreaming or believing that you would have a life better than the one you already have settled for. And so I want like to encourage you, like maybe if you like in Jess's words, like you need to paint the picture. Like, what do you want? How do you want to feel? What do you want to experience? Who do you want? Like, how do you want to be loved? Allow yourself to dream and visualize that and see it and hold it in your heart. And then maybe even find the boldness, like share it with a friend. Like you can hold it in your heart. You can hold it in your mind. Like you can see it in your hand. You can experience it. But I know like when I've started to like really get honest with myself about what I want, that sometimes means I'm going to have to say no to some things that aren't it. Like I'm going to have to say goodbye to some things that aren't in line with that. But when I get clear about what I want and then I say it out loud, it's one thing to just keep it inside. It's one thing just to like feel and want that and desire that thing or that relationship or whatever. But as soon as I say it now, it's like, I'm responsible for that. Now I, if I don't do anything about it, somebody knows, like I have shared that with, with somebody and it's almost like now there's this like, oh, I get to be, have to be accountable to myself. Cause I, I said, I want this thing. And so for some of you guys, it's like you withhold even sharing your desires or your like wants with people in your life, because either you don't want to be held accountable to actually have to do anything different, or you don't believe that you actually are worthy of having it. And I'm just here to say like, She and I are special. We're not different. We just actually believe that we were worthy of having the things that we can see in our like in our minds, the things that we want to create is like a more beautiful world. You know what I mean? Like we want people to like be free of suffering and oppression. And we want to people to have, be able to expand their consciousness and see the possibilities that we see. And we're still walking into new expanded like versions of that and in ourselves and our
2: own experience. I think that the thing that comes up for me as you're talking is it's making Because everything is big until it's little. And it's taking those things that are big and turning them into little, like me walking into the gym. The very first day I just did this last week. Oh, I I called you and told you this. Like I just started a brand new workout plan and um, I get into like routines and I know how to show up at the gym, knock it out, get out, go do my thing. And I am on a whole new plan where I don't know any of these exercises. I have never done any of these exercises. It's taking me twice as long at the gym. Anytime you want growth and expansion on your journey, You have got, what is it? You sign up for inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Like you legit have to sign up for, this is not going to be easy. This is going to suck for a second. It's going to be okay. Like you have to sign up for that. And I and I had to sign up the other day cuz I was like, wow, I thought I was going to be done in 45 minutes. It's taking me an hour and 15 minutes and I don't even know if my form was right. And then I like saw myself going into this space of like discomfort and resistance that made me not want to keep doing it. And then I was like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh that means you've got to fucking do it more." Like you this isn't your you're off the hook. This is lean in. Right. Like it's, it's going to be big until it's little. It's going to be big until it's little. It's going to be big. You guys, it's it, be hard until it's easy. Yes. And when you're walking in from a pool, from the shallow end to the deep end, and you start to get to the point where your toes barely touch, that's the spot where your body is like, uh, and your brain you're, you're on the edge. It's literally programmed to keep us safe when you can barely touch. That's exactly where it's going to say, go back to the shallow end go back to the shallow end, go back to the shallow end conscious or unconscious of it, it is going to tell you to go back to the shallow end. And if you listen, then you're going to keep perpetuating the same reality or living the same reality because you have to go to new spaces. You have to touch that, that deep end. Now, the part that visually just makes sense to me, that is where I, I typically go there with myself. If I'm not pushing thresholds in areas of my life, you guys, then I have to go work out harder. And that's just my thing. Everybody needs to find their thing. If you sprint and push Push your body to the absolute fullest max. And that's when everything starts to come up. It's like, you got to stop your body's tired. You this. And if you can push past that to a certain place and trust yourself that you can go further and further and further, that's why I like competing in those different ways. Then it allows for you to then go in business or in life or in relationships. When you feel discomfort, you don't retreat to the shallow end. You you're like, no, I trust myself. I got this push past. Now I'm human. You're human. You're not going to be perfect at this. I set a new tone the other day. I was like, I am going to wake up at this time, I'm going to lift before I go to cardio. And then after that, I'm going to set my day at this time. And all of it messed up. My alarm didn't go off. I started the day without even like being, I no personal development. I mean, when I tell you, I was so anxious by the time I got to the, and it was like two hours later, I was like, <sighs> you guys, they, and this is like the person that was jacked out of her mind to start this new day, the day night before. And like, I wake up 99.9% of the time happy because I've trained myself to be that way. And I was not in a good space. So again, every last thing that I'm saying out loud right now, I just need you to also give yourself a break. We are not perfect. This is not like we're, we're all human. We are doing the best that we can out here. This is the mental picture that always goes when I'm at the the, the, the like place where my toes can barely touch. I know I can go in the deep end and be good. Like, I know I can because I've been in the deep end so many times and I figured it out. You know, you get there and you're like, it's really not that scary. And it, you know, that, that thing that was hard then becomes easy. But if you can picture floating, when you get there, instead of having to frantically swim, if you can picture yourself floating, then you get into this state of trust and knowing, and you're in that deep end, but there's a different energy to it. Than there is typically, and I think everything in my head is like so visual that that's what I kind of feel and get to when I'm in that space of crazy unknowns. Have no clue what I'm doing. I'm moving towards the deep end. Faith and trust needs to kick in. How do I make that happen? There is a level of floating that I have to experience. Yeah, and I think of it, and the way
1: we've talked about this recently because I've felt like use these terms like to talk about how I felt lately. It's like the frantic is the chaos. The chaotic energy and like the floating is like the grounded energy. It's like I'm held and I'm supported or like I feel like I'm out here on my own and I'm going to die and I've got to figure yeah, like I'm like panicked. Yeah. And those two come from like the the place that we create from. We can either create from a chaotic, frantic space and I'm I'm trying to do this cuz I'm desperate and I'm in pain and I don't like my circumstances and oh, I've like waited too long and avoided this thing too long and now I'm desperately trying to like figure it out last minute or we can do so with intention consciously walk into the deep end with the lens and the frame of reference on the, I am going to be okay. I am going to be okay, regardless of what's out there. Because as long as we live our lives with some belief that in the end, we're not going to be okay. You will always live with some level of anxiety in your life. And so many people are running that script and wake up every day. And they believe that like, it's up to me if I don't do everything perfectly or if I don't get it all done or da, 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 or I'm a screw up. And it's like, it's up to me and I'm either going to fail or I feel like I failed and no one's coming to help me. And that's like, a, I mean, I, I get that. That's like, it's true. Like we get to be responsible for our lives and our, our past and our like choices. And there's a level of faith the universe is conspiring in your favor and like if you do take that leap and if you do take that risk and if you consciously wade into those waters like you will be met in a way that you may previously have believed like wouldn't have happened you really know what level of faith you have if you're willing to then take that step because it's really not faith unless you're actively actively wading wading into those waters and I feel like that's for me the last few months has been a deeper experimentation with wading into those waters personally mm. like not just talking about it like living it doing it, practicing it, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, saying yes to things I would have said no to the amount I've learned about myself because I've put myself in situations. I've done things for the first time over and over and over again. And then I've talked through like I would have never had that clarity. I would never learn these things about myself or feel these certain ways if I hadn't been willing to do something new, even though it might feel scary or even though it might, you you don't have a guarantee of what's going to happen. Like I choose to take on the perspective that life is working out for me. And that doesn't mean everything works out for me all the time. Like actually things have been pr- like, there's been a lot of challenge and adversity. I've been walking through the last couple of months, but every single day, my mindset is like, this is happening for me. This is either a removal of something. So something better can come in. I'm okay with releasing what doesn't serve me so that what does confine me. And if I, my energy is so split or taken up or consumed by this other thing, I'm not available for the blessing that wants to come into my life. I'm not available for that person that wants to like treat me that way. I'm not available for those friends because I'm still spending time with those people that like remind me of who I've been. Right. And so sometimes wading into the waters means releasing and letting go of who you've been and how you've made decisions and what you've made priorities Sometimes that's like the first start. It's just like looking at it. Cause I think life really opens up for us when we start to question what's really important to us, not just what we've been told is important and differentiating
2: between what you've been taught is important and what's actually important. Yeah. So, cause all we know is what we know. Like we don't know, we don't know until we know it. So when are we ever sat down and and does this actually resonate with you? Do you actually really like this or were you just told you like this forever? Like when when do you actually have the opportunity unless you have people in your life that have just kind of like instigated that and then you are obviously have to be open for it. I think like feeding a level of curiosity in your life is so important. I, I almost feel like there's these in my head, there's like a picture of just being unanchored. Mm-hmm. So you're not anchored into any one thing. You collect your truths along your path. Ooh, I like that truth. Let me collect that truth. Mm. Ooh, yep. 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 And then you can also be like, Oh, that, you know, that doesn't really resonate. Cool. I probably have said something tonight that doesn't resonate with you. Awesome. Discard it. If I say something that resonates, Cool. Collect it as your truth. Throw it in the backpack. Yeah. Cool. Go on about your day. Like, it, and you know, maybe it won't resonate later. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe it'll resonate. You know, so who knows you guys, like it's this life experience. Isn't really necessarily about like because well, Saunder, right. We
1: got to tell about Saunder.
2: Like how many times do you go? I mean, I, this comes up for me when I'm in a large group of people. So if I'm in a you know, music festival setting, or if I'm in a conference or I'm in a, and you look at, I think music festival is a really good example because when you're in a music festival, everybody's vibing out to the same thing. And that song, that artist, that you know, DJ, whatever that is, everybody's vibing out in the most ridiculous way. And you look around and you're like, what does her Monday morning look like? What does her Monday morning look like? What does he do for a living? And you're like, dude, everybody is dressed in crazy ass ways, living their best life. Lord knows what they're on and they're dancing. However they want to dance or sitting or standing or standing with their eyes closed or whatever, all resonating to one same thing, but with such different backgrounds, life experiences, you know, appearances, cultures, ethnicities, everything, you name it. And we're all staring at the same thing and having a different experience in that moment, but resonating in a certain way. And I just think it's, it's very interesting because I, you know, there's so many things that from your life experience that you've shared with me and my life experience, I actually don't think that we've lived so many similar life experiences, but I think we've had a lot of um, similar career life experiences But our our actual journeys, what you've experienced, you've experienced so much more death than I ever have experienced. So it gives you a deeper appreciation for life because that's the number one duality of of Mm -hmm. experiencing living is death. So to experience so much of that in your world, you have such a perspective around every moment of every day counting in such a beautiful way. So, and I don't think that you can really get that. I haven't had that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even though we've lived such similar career life experiences and personal development life experiences, I think that so much of our life experience, has been different. I get to actually learn from you and the ways that you move through the world with such speed of action. Because for me, I'm like, we have forever because it's never ending. Like in my mind, I don't have an end. Like for whatever reason, when people are like, How long are you going to live? It's going to be over 100 and I will be glam all one day. And you, I, you will, <laughs> I will be at Coachella with my daughter and you will not know that I am the mom. But I, <laughs> maybe or maybe not, but I will say that I will never stop living like this, this giddy little kid. I will never lose that ever. 105, I will still be wandering through this earth with this childlike curiosity and playfulness because I have realized that that is what has given me the perspective that I enjoy staying in this green zone state and create, and I create faster. I create clear. I have so much more fun on this planet mm-hmm. living in that, in that place. But it, again, like, uh, yeah. Sonder man.
1: Yeah. So the, the definition of Sonder is oh, really so beautiful. Good. So I've, I've just pulled it up Sonder. The realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you like an anthill sprawling deep, underground with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never know existed in which you might appear only once as an extra sipping coffee in the background as a blur of traffic passing on the highway as a lighted window at dusk and yeah you and our friend asher introduced us or introduced me to that word and since then i think about that like all the time like when i'm traveling when i'm in an airport when i'm in a casino when i'm at dinner it's like that i see life through my eyes as the main character in my story. And every single person I meet is the main character in their story. And I think we like think we're the main character in other people's stories, too. And we're not. And this realization that actually like the intricacies of and the complexities of who I am and how I feel and what I share and don't share and what I hold dear and like what hurts me and what brings me joy. Like you have those same things that are unique to you and every single person that, you know, we can only know people like as deeply as they know themselves and they're willing to show that to someone even then like you don't really can't fully really know people I don't even fully know myself like I'm still getting to know myself in certain ways and I'm continuing to evolve so like you know me to a degree and then I'm changing constantly all the time.
2: I feel like a new version of myself every single day. It's especially recently, the evolution is so big that I look back at myself like two weeks ago and I'm like, Oh my God, like, I know it feels like a lifetime. So
1: I was uh, posted something today that was like, if you're not embarrassed of who you were a year ago, you might not be learning enough. And I'm like, Shh. I feel that like every month or every week, <laughs> but yeah, seriously, when I think back to last year, how much has changed. And I say that to say like, all we have are our choices what we choose to say yes to, what we choose to say no to, what we choose to think, what we choose to focus on, like our lives are as good as our choices. And like, you just get to choose again. Like if you don't like the choices you've been making up until this point, like right now in this moment, you have a new opportunity to decide. If you yeah. want to keep doing that or not, like, do you want to stay in that relationship or do you want to actually go? Do you want to continue to do this job or not? Do you want to continue to feed that story that is causing you pain? Or do you want to choose to tell a new one? Like that is what our lives is, are comprised of is our choices. And the beautiful thing is we can be human and we can like fall and we can choose to get back up. We can choose to do something different. And that is where our power lies is knowing that love, I mean, luckily we don't wake up in like a country where we're enslaved. Like you have freedom of choice. We're not going to get into the whole political discussion around women's bodies. And because that's a different topic, but we get to choose what we're going to think about. We get to choose what we're going to go do
2: today. And that's our power. This ties back to the very beginning of our conversation. When it came to emotional state, the choices that you're making, if you're not, seeing the reality that you enjoy. Like you're looking out into the reality of your life. What are you staring at your health, wealth, love relationships, all of it? What are you looking at? Are you excited about what you're looking at? The answer is no. The only intention that I would personally have, like first and foremost is to make it an intention to get into a higher vibrational state every day, like get into a better mood. You may have to do some things to manufacture that in the beginning. Like maybe you don't have a lot of circumstances right now that you can look around and be like, wow, this, you can always be grateful. Always be grateful. The number one thing that I will say is the traveling that I've done and the volunteering that I've done in those different countries have put perspective in my brain to make me realize I have nothing to complain about. But if you haven't had that perspective in a while, sometimes it's definitely easy to zoom in and, and stare at what's going on. But when you set an intention to do the things, to get into a higher state, whether that's music in the morning, changing your physical state by movement is the easiest way. If you're not happy, jump up and down play your favorite song. And, and you guys, when I'm in the worst mood ever, I don't want to do that. Your body's not going to be like, Oh, you're so excited to jump around right now and listen to music. Just like, no, if anything, it's like, that's stupid. And I don't want to, but <laughs> if, if I do stay in that state, what's that going to serve? So when you know that that's going to you know, move you at least to the next bench. If you just get up and move your body and then go change your environment is the fastest way to transformation is change your environment, get out of your space that you're in and you will feel unstuck almost immediately. And then go from there and get into that. And and, and I'm only saying like, if you're starting from here, and you're trying to go up, I want to give that example. But a lot of you guys on here, if you're listening to Tori, you're probably already living in a practiced way of being that's already up here. You know what I mean? You're drawn to this information for a reason, because it's up here. There's, there's a certain space that I would just make very, very, it's a standard, you guys, like when you make living in a good state and a, and I don't want to say good, because that is very broad. If you live in a green zone, in a high vibe state, and that's your standard to live in, then when you dip down, cool. Like it's no big deal. You're going to get back up when that's not your standard. Then just know you're not going to have access to possibility in the same way. So if you want to shift something that's going on in your world, the fastest way to do it is to get into the highest state, then ask yourself questions and make decisions from there. Don't ever make important life decisions from a low state. Like you're not, you have no access to possibility. You cannot see clear. You cannot feel clear. So there's no way if you're in that place right now where you're like, I want to make better choices. I want to do what Tori's saying. I want to be able to go out there and live my best life and and like start tomorrow in this new way. But I don't even know how to do all of the things that Tori's talking about. The one thing that I would take away from this conversation that you can make an intention is get into the green zone, get into that high vibe state. Make that a new standard, and you will fall off. Don't worry, and you will get back up. And you trust yourself the next time even more, and then even more that time. You're going to keep making these these big things small, these big things small, these big things small. You're going to keep walking into the deep end, and you're going to keep floating, and you're going to keep being able to trust yourself and knowing that you can swim and you have you're capable. You can't learn and feel and trust all of those things unless you go experience them. So you need to go play. You can't just do it like and, and just. Oh, I'm here. No, you, you skipped the journey, my friends. Like, that's the whole point. You got to go along for the ride and then make the ride even more fun along the ride because then why not? You only have this amount of time on planet earth. Why not make it as much fun as humanly possible? It just <laughs> seems stupid not to. If you're going to go live the life, enjoy your life, right? So I personally, going back just to close it up on choices, like you guys get into that state where you have access to all of the choices and those choices will become so clear and so easy to you there because you're connected to so much more than just this human experience You're connected to like all that is. And we are such powerful beings. When we tap into that energy, you create thoughts of things like, like that. Yeah.
1: Well, you can hear the theme in all of this is taking a thought And turning it into a thing, taking what you can see in your mind. Like if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. I fully, Jess and I believe that. So we're going to be bringing you guys some more content around this topic. You're going to have, yeah, more conversations like this. We are working on some other fun things that are coming in the works as well. She's definitely going to be on the show so, so, so much more. And I'm just ready and excited for all of it. I feel like tonight is like we're getting the engines going. Going. we're getting we're getting the, the things cranking and it, it's gonna be a beautiful thing to watch
2: kind of unfold i'm really really excited about it there'll be fun snacks yes there'll be lots of laughs
1: yes we're very excited so keep coming back we're gonna be sharing more about our lives what we're working on and how you can take a thought and turn it into a thing that's what we do here on the coachful podcast and if you don't uh subscribe you should go do that on the YouTube. We got a YouTube channel. We got an Instagram. it'll be coachable this week. I'll see you next week. All right. That's it. Love you. Bye.